Fear, fear no one. Uh, biblical scholars maintain that their dimension, uh, the that phrase, do not be afraid or fear no one, is mentioned 365 times in the Bible. One for every day of the year. Um, I think Jesus says it the majority of the time. Is he constantly says it over and over again to his disciples. Do not be afraid. Fear no one. And so then one has to ask, well, what is the, what's the root of fear? Where does it come from? And what, what causes it? Well, if you do it physiologically, it comes from the amygdala inside your brain. brain the amygdala is right beside the... Um, right beside that, uh, the uh, hippocampus. It's uh, in the, the frontal part of our temporal lobe, uh, one of the more ancient parts of our brain. Um, it, it's, where the, it's the seed of um, where emotion comes. So if, you, if, if you have a damaged part of that brain, you will not feel emotion. You won't feel uh, uh, any sort of response to how we connect with people. But one of the more primitive emotional responses is fear. Uh, so we, uh, fear comes about when we experience a danger of some sort. And so it's primal in the sense it's, it's an ancient emotion because it was considered essential for safety or life. Like, and the famous one is, so if you're in the sight of danger, um, bear in mind like our ancient uh, forebears, right? They were in the savannah hunting for animals and another wild animal comes upon you. Well, guess what? There's a immediate fear response. And you know what the response is. It sets off a, 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 a whole flurry of hormones, and it gives us a fight or flight uh, a capability. Now, at, at a raised capability. So you have enormous capacity in the muscle capacity to fight and enormous capacity to uh, flight. Uh, the challenge is, is today we're not on the savannah. And we're not hunting any animals. And we're still operating from that. All the images we get now are on the, on the news media. Or whether in paper media or television media or social media. Uh, and we still have the same response. Now, I, I think only 2,000 years ago, not that far along, Jesus comes along and says, look, do not be afraid. Don't, don't respond to that primal thing. Pause for a moment. Look, look differently. Uh, and, and he's warning us uh, to not operate from that when adjusts for our body. Look also out for your soul. Like, be, be careful what is dangerous for your soul as well. And, 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 and pause. And, and he goes on, we'll, we'll hear now in the next several weeks what he asks us to do. But this um, fight or flight response to fear uh, as developed human beings now, we're called to, to have a third response. Pause and focus. And, and, and examine the real dangers here and see if it is necessary. What is our response is necessary? See, so here's the thing. What is the greatest fears we have? One of the ones we talk about is darkness. Right? Darkness is one. In fact, we use that language, darkness, to evoke fear. Uh, and the church has done it, and, and, all is, and we associate fear and darkness with sin, right? So we want to try to evoke a response to get you to not 
not be part of sin, not be part of that darkness. And, and, but that's common in our world. So here's the thing. That's all great theology, and it's great exegesis, break it down. But what does that mean for us today? What does it actually practically mean for us here in our, in our era? Well, I, I think one of the things we have to be careful of is that when we come into a, a situation where there is uh, danger or fear response inside of us, um, we tend to operate from that fight or flight. Uh, something as simple as a, a, a comment from our, our a untimely or unkind comment from our friend uh, as a put-down. We want to either boom, get back right at them with another comment just right away. That's where it's coming, right in the middle of your hippocampus. That's where it's coming from. Or we just run away. We say, I hate that person. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. And we walk away. To a more powerful and painful reality is when we're, we're dealing with uh, sickness and illness or, or, or deeper psychological wounds. The temptation is the exact same. We go back to our, our, our temporal lobe conditioning and we want to run away or fight that there's anything in here. You see, so, so you see, you can see it in like, like if there's if you're fighting with an illness, it's like, no, no, it's not on. It's a denial. It's the first sort of response. Run away from it. Or then fight it with all its costs. Well, you know, you're right. But sometimes the answer is not either of those at all. So, so in the spiritual realm, and this is what the Lord has asked us, to look at what, what affects the soul. Uh, darkness can actually be our friend. I mean, some of the greatest growth happens in darkness, in those weaker moments when we have been wounded or when we have sinned and when we pause and not run away or not fight it, but look again and examine what, what, what has happened here. What is the, the truth? So what are we to focus on? I'm going to suggest you focus on three and then the last one, the fourth one, I'll finish. I want to, it's fairly simple. Focus on the good, the beautiful, and the true. So when you pause and you have a temptation to, to fight or flight, focus, what is good here? What is good in this moment? What is really happening, not just at a surface level, but deeper down inside my soul? What's going on? Uh, is there something true here? Is this person said something that's hurtful but true? That yes, I, I, I do that. I don't like that I do that, but that's a truth. And that hurts to hear especially when they said in a public setting. And, and then to ask, what is the beautiful? Is, because sometimes in the midst of pain and suffering, there is actually beautiful moments of grace. And that's what St. Paul talks about. That, that in the, where there is sin, there is a more abundant grace. Right? So where there is darkness, there is even more light to be seen. And so... So it's important to look at, to pause and to focus on the good, the beautiful, and the true. And, and in that, then, then comes a, a new way which Jesus ushered in. And the way is always the way of love. Because in darkness or in light, love always wins. Love always wins out. So if nothing else, you can ask yourself, what is the most loving thing that I can do in this given situation? And not to run and not to fight, 
but to say, what's the most loving thing I can do right now at this moment when somebody has said something that is very painful to hear? Or that something is happening to us that is very painful to experience? And, and sometimes it, it just is to pause and to sit. Because in the darkness can be a treasure, a treasure of new grace that God will give us. But we need to be open to it. And if we just keep reacting like our ancestors on the savannah of millions of years ago, then we have not grown very much. No, we're not called to fight or flight. We're called pause. Pause and focus on the good, the beautiful, and the true. And in all things, love. What is the most loving response that I can have? Do not be afraid, he said. Fear no one.